0: Howdy y'all and hello all Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State Your daily dose of all things Cowboy and Cowgirl related This is going to be quick But can I just, can we just Can we just have a little conversation together? Like, are all fan bases insufferable? No, no, not at all but are some fan bases just so far out of touch with the reality that it makes it hard to cheer for them? And to be honest with you, right? Let's, hey, let's, let's get real with this thing. Is there any chance that possibly I am one of those fans that is slightly out of touch with the reality? My, my, my opinion or perception on all this is you know, yeah, you have you have some fan bases that just, they don't get it. I think they don't get it. I think they're out of touch with the reality. You have some band, fan bases like like ours, like Oklahoma State, that, you know, I think that uh, the success obviously over time, recently, over the last decade, 15 years or so, uh, has been massively, massively, massively beneficial for Oklahoma State University. I don't think anybody could argue that. Um, but, you know, as your program gets better, your expectations have to rise, right? Once you be start start winning eight games consistently, then it's got to be nine consistently, and now it's got to be ten consistently, and and at some point in your life, you get to eleven or twelve consistently. Like uh, you know, OU was doing that for quite some time. Uh, so, no matter how much disdain I may have, or anybody else in the fan base may have towards OU, there are quite a few things that you have to just tip your cap and and say, you know, res- respectfully, not bad, right? But at the same time, if your expectations rise as your quality rises, why would it not be the same in reverse? Right? Like, if you lose 42 players and 70 percent of your coaching staff and a decent chunk of some of your commits as well. How do you as a fan base legitimately expect to compete for the Big 12 title because you did for so long and Bob Stoops is still, you know, um, at least physically uh, around. Does it, does it keep that connection because the the old school fact that Venables was there when uh, y'all won your last national title like I, I believe in that that idea obviously if you've heard any of any of my content the family brotherly type of atmosphere that we have in Stillwater especially when it comes to recruiting I think is something that OU is, is secretly trying to mirror right maybe I'm crazy but Bringing back preventables was a huge step in connecting that old old school bridge with you know the the nice days of Bob Stoops when they were insanely successful over and over again. It is a connection thing, but to think that you're going to just grow this thing organically overnight and have massive amounts of success just because. Your helmet says a, a certain brand, right? USC goes to that quite often, right? They might be back this year, but who knows? Uh, I mean, they've been almost like Texas back for X amount of years as well. And then, of course, Texas. Like, I don't even need to say anything more about that. That that, that speaks for itself. <laughs> uh, Texas, is, Texas is wild. Uh, A&M is a disaster at the moment, evidently. Um, and even Jimbo Fisher is kind of, I guess, poking fun. It's crazy that, that you've heard that age-old adage that you know money doesn't buy happiness, and it can buy it can buy cool things, it can buy nice toys, um, it, it can put you in in cool positions, but does it equal success? Obviously not, right? I mean, you, you look all over teams that that used to be powerhouses, Nebraska. Their fan, base, their fan base is out of touch for this reason, and this reason only. They legitimately think, from what I've been able to scour the internet and find, the Nebraska fans legitimately think they can steal my Gundy if they wanted to. They could come take Matt Campbell tomorrow if they wanted to. They could come steal Dave Aranda. Now, actually, I will say, Dave Aranda deserves better than those ridiculously... Trash crowds at Baylor. Like, how do you not sell out when you're playing top ten, top fifteen teams, and you're trying to keep your coach around? Like, uh, Dave Aranda deserves more. Uh, So, I will. I wouldn't say actually that Nebraska is too far out of touch with that one, just because their fan base is loyal. Like, that's something that you got to give them till the end of time, whether it's donors or whatever. The fact that they have people that care that much about you know, their attendance records in that university, that's massive. It's going to eventually pay off. Now, I do think that they've had, you know, so many times getting punched in the side of the head that they're being a little bit more realistic. You know what I mean? They may have to get a Lance Leipold type to rebuild this thing, a Chris Kleiman type to rebuild this thing. I think Dave Aranda would be a phenomenal choice. Um, Yeah, but, you know, they look, look, Ole Miss is, is finally pretty good. Uh, but, you know, there's obviously times they've been a little a little wild with some of their predictions. Auburn seems to be a fan base that is consistently disappointed on a year-to-year basis, you know, no matter what happens, no matter what hires they make. It's, it's all over the place. You have former Blue Bloods that, that, you know, go a decade without success. Darn near. I mean, look, Florida State is an example miami is an example these places that used to be the the top of mount rushmore to some degree that have taken a back seat it's fun to see them flail around is it not like (laughs) am i crazy but it also makes it hard to root for those types of teams to be honest with you like i like nebraska growing up it was it was fun watching Nebraska play the game of football especially against OU especially against the Mac Brown Texas era like regardless of whether we were fighting for seven wins or not right which we were at that time it was still fun to watch those teams play I find it funny now that I've gotten older uh, that I do root for OU occasionally right when it benefits Oklahoma State i.e. if, you know, they need to win five games in a row so they can remain a top 10, top 15 team like is typically the case, uh, that end-of-the-year bedlam is huge. And it always has massive implications. It's kind of ironic that this is one of the few years that it's not the last game of the season like it should be. And with the way they played against Texas and the way we played against Texas... While being completely thrashed with the injuries at the moment, we're piecing this together with second, third, and fourth string dudes, and they're dudes, and they're making it happen. The next man up philosophy. It's taken a long time for Gunny to build that, so I feel like we're fairly realistic. Although we do have a decent amount of fan base that, please, guys, we got to stop with this. Well, you know, back in the '60s, '70s, yada yada yada. You know, we were lucky to win two games. You guys you guys weren't here when it was Lewis Field and we'd only win a game or two. Like, yeah, I get that. And I respect all those individuals that were there. Like, I had season tickets in Lewis Field uh, when they had the, the West End Family Fun Zone bleachers and all that stuff. And you could play uh, football with people underneath the bleachers. And you have little areas um, in between the actual sides of the stadium. Like, I went to games before Gallagher-Iba went to 13,000. And I feel like I'm fairly realistic. And I feel like I do do quite a bit of research. But the Big 12 right now is, I don't think, having all these issues for the reason of production. See, the, the... biggest misconception in my opinion about the big 12 is the lack of winning in big time games final four cfp type games and that all falls on ou shoulders because ou has carried the load but ou has failed so many times let's just be honest i'm not talking crap but they failed so many times in the cfp final four type stuff that they get the reputation as a team that just can't get it done when it matters yet they ran the Big 12 for so long. So it made the Big 12 look terrible as a whole. The same thing can be said on the other side of the coin. The SEC and the Big 10 are only good because of what? Four or five teams? Maximum? Right now the Big 12 is hands down not even close. The most competitive league in the country. The Big 12 is hands down no doubt going to be that that next player in the game. The Pac-12 will be irrelevant before here too long. The ACC doesn't have a whole heck of a lot going for it. We're talking about these, these numbers, you know, that are potentially coming out. And there's, you know, it ranges from $30 million apiece to $60 a piece. The Big Ten is going to be getting $62 million apiece, to put that in perspective for everybody. So, you know, some people say $30 million apiece is okay. No, absolutely not. There's no way. The Big 12 has been massively productive the last few years, even including all those times, oh, you went to the CFP. That's hard to do for anybody. Yes, they left a little bit of a black eye. You know, in total, because of the way those games turned out, right? But at the same time, the production is crazy. People used to talk about how great it was to watch those Alabama LSU type of old school SEC games, and then they would laugh and make fun of a, a 55 to 57 bedlam. They would laugh 62 to 49 bedlam, right? They would laugh at that. Texas Tech putting up 56 and and OU putting up, you know, 62. That type of stuff. uh, And and then Baylor had their run there, right? We got made fun of because we had no defense. All we had was offense. Look at the game now. What has happened? Last year, it flipped completely around. We look like the SEC. And the SEC has done what? They've adopted those offenses that the Big 12 was running years ago, that we were running, that Texas Tech was running. They adopted that stuff. And now all of a sudden, they found real quarterback play. They relied so long on the big hog mollies up front in the running game because they had to, because they didn't have quarterbacks. They didn't have these advanced high-flying offenses. And now that they do... It looks entirely different. And the Big 12 has shifted more to kind of a defensive type of thing last year and got some credit for it, but not really, right? Not like they they should have, not like they've earned. This year, there's some teams in the Big 12 that are really good at defense, but there's also a lot of good offenses this this time because we have a lot of good quarterbacks. Last year, it was a different scenario, and we got made fun of for that. Now, the SEC looks like the the Big 12 did for, you know, 8 to 10 years. And we look more like the SEC. And it's just, it's ridiculous. All of this, 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 these fan bases that think they can just come steal coaches whenever they want and they can, you know, build their conference whenever they want, however they want. They they haven't met Brett Yormark and they don't know what's coming. And goodness gracious, guys, I, I got to mention, um, you got to be built up for all of this stuff, which is why you got to get with my favorite sponsor, which is obviously Built Bar, right? I cannot wait to get my hands on all these Built Bars because having a protein bar that tastes like actual candy bar, like, come on, man, get out of here. Like, I'm a big gummy bear type of fan, but... I'll take a good tasting candy bar every now and again, especially if I know that it's not going to have all the crazy stuff inside of it, like a a Snickers or something, but have a comparable taste. I'm all in. Sign me up, Budro. And uh, benefit to all of y'all listening here, because, again, happy October, January. We got you covered. That's not going to be an issue because we're going to hook you up with a discount. You can get 20% off right now. If you go to the Built Bar, Locked On College promo. Locked On College promo, Built Bar. All right, guys. I think think we're going to wrap this one up pretty quick. Because this is my first ever out of office video. Um, So I'm not trying to make it too, too complicated. But I did want to throw a little bit at you guys. And I wanted to say, like... Have more faith in the Big Twelve. I don't think we're going to settle for thirty million. I don't. I think that's ridiculous. I don't think we're going to get sixty million a pop either. I think we're going to end up getting in the range of five hundred mil, which that's going to kind of split the difference and keep us closer to that forty mil a pop with the new teams, the four new teams, and then if we wanted to add two more, and then we'd still be in that thirty-six to thirty-seven million a piece range. I'm all for it. I'm all about it. Now, if we get thirty million. In just the Fox and ESPN stuff, and then we get you know, come on, another ten to fifteen million a pop from all the streaming stuff. People are forgetting that that the Amazon types again got kind of squeezed out of the Big Ten stuff. They want to be involved. They want to be involved in Big Boy college football, and nobody can say that that has any any type of rationale behind them that the Big Twelve is not the most exciting conference right now. And the Big 12 is not going to be the most exciting conference after OU and Texas leaves. Because the teams that we have coming in have already been proven to be valuable assets. They've already been proven to be winners. Houston's got some stuff to figure out. But Cincinnati is legitimate. They're going to stay legitimate. BYU's always had the capability of competing at this level 24-7. And They're going to continue to do so. UCF has the enrollment and the budget and the size, to be able to compete very quickly. They're going to, you know, and, and they have a little bit more control over the university, it appears, as like those schools like OU and Texas and A&M uh, at the moment that are just having, you know, so many difficulties. You got to be somebody that's excited to be represented of, a representative of how awesome the Big 12 is, is coming and how cool it is that most of us have a lot of camaraderie between the teams, even the new rivalries that are that are coming. I think it's it's funny that yeah they're going to be rivalries, but they're also uh, in a large part we we help each other. Um, so it'll be it'll be pretty interesting to see how it all comes together. But yeah, I just wanted to kind of put put all this stuff out here because I've been hearing some stuff lately today and. You know, I, I just I wanted to I wanted to get y'all's opinion, so I want y'all to you know get on my my Twitter at all day o State at all day O State. Uh, try to jump on the my Facebook stuff, which is O State all day. Same thing, just backwards. O State all day uh, on Facebook. And um, yeah, I, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, our shows are doing phenomenal. Um, the numbers are, are climbing very, very rapidly for this channel particularly. Uh, so let's just keep this thing let's keep this thing going. But I, I do want to hear some of y'all's opinions because my opinion is, I, I've, you've already heard my opinion. I think we're going to dominate as that third in line. I think we're going to make uh, anywhere near that 40 to $50 million a piece when it's all said and done as a school with the four new schools. Uh, even adding Colorado and Arizona, which looks very potentially likely, uh, or at least possible, um, I still think that we come out around that 40 mil plus range. I think some people are undervaluing the Big 12 like people have forever in a day. And it gets annoying, but it's not nothing to be super frustrated about. Our marketing has been terrible. We haven't marketed the Big 12 nationally ever. Brett Yormark's going to do that. You know, Mark's gonna he's gonna do some things that I think impresses a lot of people so you're not taking into in consideration basketball guys what if we won uh, two of the last three national titles in basketball and played for three of the last four like the big 12 is the king of basketball that's going to make some money the streaming services want to be involved that's going to make some money we are in this to win this people are underestimating us yet again, And Oklahoma State is going to be the team that leads the way through all of this. So it's very exciting. It's a very exciting time. Um, But speaking of exciting times, guys, while you're out and about, especially with how inflation or whatever you want to call it, all this crap going on right now, you need to save some on gas. So every now and again, uh, when you're filling up the tank, you know what I mean? Get Get some cash back, right? Put some of your effort back in your pocket. Get the Cash App app, uh, and you will be able to uh, receive $5 back on your first $10. So that's the Upside app, sorry. Get the Upside app to help yourself and help your fuel tank. Because at the end of the day, it's all about making money and getting bills paid. So I love you all. God bless. Go Pokes. And thank you for catching Locked On Oklahoma State. See you on the next one.